Reach your target IELTS speaking score by the math. Hello, I'm Professor Wynn, a CELTA-certified English instructor for more than 12 years, helping candidates just like you to maximize your score on the TOEFL TOEIC, or IELTS exam. I'm also the host of the English Language Test Preparation Radio podcast, which you're listening to right now, and author of the EnglishLanguageTestPrep.com blog. The blog that is dedicated to strengthening both your English and test skills so you're ready for the big exam day. Today, you and I look at how you can achieve your target IELTS speaking score by using math. If you're studying for IELTS success now, I encourage you to sign up for my blogs at bit.ly slash IELTSAC blogs if you're studying for the academic IELTS test and bit.ly slash IELTSGT if you're studying for the general IELTS exam. Let's start our lesson today with the four IELTS speaking categories. It's always important to know, well, how you're being scored, right? Here are the four criteria and a deeper look at each. You can access these online at bit.ly slash IELTS speaking and the letter Z or just Google IELTS speaking criteria. Then what follows is a discussion on how you can use the IELTS grading scale 0 to 9 to your advantage so you reach your target IELTS speaking score. The four criteria for IELTS speaking are fluency and coherence, let's go resource, grammatical range and accuracy, and finally pronunciation. Let's get started looking at each of these. First, fluency and coherence. For our purposes, a band score 7 is the target IELTS speaking score that we're talking about. Do you answer the question from the IELTS proctor? Is your answer understandable, organized, and complete? Complete? That is, do you provide the why of your question plus an example? Finally, do you use discourse markers to connect your ideas and help organize your answer? Discourse markers are as a result, as a consequence, in addition. However, for example, in conclusion, these short phrases help link your ideas, show a consequence, or help you add more information. Remember, on the IELTS, you always want to connect your ideas and show how your ideas relate to one another. Discourse markers help you do that. If you're able to produce fluent natural English and connect your ideas, you're closer to fulfilling all the requirements of a band score 7 for this category. However, candidates get nervous on the exam and they are unable to produce the best crisp English, and their grade suffers. Second, 
Lexical resource. Sounds strange, right? Here's the English. Lexical resource simply means vocabulary. That wasn't hard, was it? As I tell my own students and regular listeners to the podcast, improving your word power is one of the best moves you can make if you want a high score on the IELTS TOEFL or TOEIC exam. A rich vocabulary helps you on all parts of these tests. Of course, on these fluency exams, the sign of competent English speakers are the words they use to express themselves. That certainly is important on the IELTS speaking test. My day job is preparing nursing candidates for a high-target IELTS speaking score, and on the other sections as well. But for some reason, candidates seem to come up short for the Band 7 score on the speaking exam. Well, that stops today. You're learning how to outwit the test, so stay tuned. The Lexical Resource category calls upon candidates to do these four things. One, use less common vocabulary. Two, use collocations, idioms, and phrasal verbs. Three, use topical vocabulary correctly. And number four, paraphrase. That's right. As you can see, vocabulary is a broad concept on the IELTS, but the devil is in the details, as we say. Your word power needs to be diverse and ready for any scenario the test officials present you. This is one reason I urge candidates to always start preparing for the exam at least three months ahead of the expected test date. You need time, and a vocabulary is not instant, like making a cup of tea. Psst, here's the biggest secret about the vocabulary on the IELTS. You need to use the right word at the right time, or as the French say, le mot juste. So it's not big, fancy words to impress the IELTS person. It's the right word. And as you can see from the four vocabulary tasks you have, less frequent vocabulary words, collocations, idioms, phrasals, and topical words and paraphrasing, you always want to use your own words, not the vocabulary found in the IELTS speaking or writing prompts. Unfortunately, there is a lot of room of error by candidates. I'd say most candidates do poorly in vocabulary and grammar, and that hurts their scores. But there is help available. Consider my own text to help you. 303 Vocabulary Words You Need, available at bit.ly slash ph303vocab and 181 Best English Collocations, Idioms, and Phrasal Verbs, available at bit.ly slash 181bestcip. With both texts, you can be sure to cover the vocabulary words you need to help you prepare for any scenario on the exam. Now the third grading criteria 
grammatical range and accuracy. I think sometimes that candidates forget the first part of this category, grammatical range. Students seem to be worried about their accuracy, but not about the different forms of grammar they need to show the IELTS person. That's a critical mistake and lowers your scores for many candidates who are not careful. What forms of grammar do you need? As the IELTS officials write in their own criteria for band score 7, quote, uses a range of complex grammar structures with flexibility. Of course, you already know you need accurate grammar. But did you catch that? Complex grammar structures. What are they? In my day job, I teach several of those, but here are two. Compound and complex sentences. A compound sentence really is quite straightforward. You just use a conjunction to put together two halves of a sentence. For example, John and Maria are going to the movies and later they plan to share a chocolate sundae. Did you catch the conjunction and? Well, that makes it a compound sentence. And for the complex sentence, well, that means you need to use a dependent clause with a regular old sentence. That's it. Let's try one, okay? For example, after Jasmine arrived home, she cooked a pot of beef stew. Notice the dependent clause? It is after Jasmine arrived home. That is, it is dependent on the sentence. She cooked a pot of beef stew. To survive, it can't stand by itself. And remember that part of being flexible, the IELTS graders are looking for and want to see? Well, turn this sentence around and say, Jasmine cooked a pot of beef stew after she arrived home. Notice how you can turn the sentence around and say the same thing. If you can do this, your grammar score is going to soar. Do you need to improve your grammar before the exam? Let me help you with my own e-text. Visit bit.ly slash 27keysgrammar to get the text 27 keys to better English grammar. Now, I'm so glad you know the grammar requirements for a high target IELTS speaking score. Finally, the last IELTS grading criteria, pronunciation. The IELTS officials have a split personality on this grading point. They want you to have the good parts of a band score 6, but not all of the parts of the band score 8. Voila, that's your IELTS band score 7. Here is how I approach the pronunciation category. First things first, don't worry if you speak English with an accent. We all do. There are different English accents on the IELTS exam, so that is not a problem. What is a problem is how understandable you are while speaking English. Here are the four points I cover with my own students about the pronunciation category. Intonation, rhythm, word stress, and sentence stress. For me, Pronunciation is the easiest category to get a 7 or 8. More about that later. 
By this time, on the verge of sitting the IELTS exam, you probably already know how well your English comes across when you're speaking it. And for me, a big part is confidence. Once you are confident speaking with the native speaker, candidates are usually rather convinced they can handle the pronunciation score on the exam. Now, we've covered all four IELTS grading criteria. If you want to improve your chances of achieving a high target IELTS speaking score, I encourage you to work with a native English IELTS teacher like me, Professor Wynn. Time spent preparing with an IELTS instructor is really a savings of time and money. You won't have to study again for the tests, which can delay your dreams of studying abroad or a promotion at the office. And you save money because you won't have to pay to retake the expensive test. Check out my schedule and book a time for us so I can help you improve your score at bit.ly slash the number two H-R-E-N-C. Now, how can you use math to help you get a high IELTS speaking score? Math can help you achieve your IELTS score that you want. Remember, your score is the average of the grades for the three sections of the speaking test. For each section, these four criteria we've discussed so far are rated from 0 to 9. For my day job, candidates need a band score 7 in speaking to meet the visa requirements. That's an average 7 in each part of the three sections of the test. But that's not always a 7.0 in every category. In every section, though, it could be. What if you're stronger in, let's say, two categories and weaker in two others? The categories are all weighted the same. So here's the math. Think about the averages. Remember, the four grading criteria which I've reduced to these four questions. Do you answer the question completely in an organized way using discourse markers? Do you use the right word at the right time, including collocations, idioms, and phrasal verbs, while paraphrasing? Do you use complex grammar accurately? Do you speak English intelligibly with good rhythm, intonation, and sentence stress? Where are your strengths? Vocabulary? Grammar? As I said earlier, pronunciation should be a 7 or perhaps even an 8. Let's say 8, especially if you work with an IELTS instructor. You devote time to building your vocabulary during your preparation, and you can use the right word at the right time. Again, you can easily score an 8. So you already have two 8s. And if you don't do so well in fluency and coherence and grammatical range and accuracy, like forgetting to use those complex grammar structures when you can, you might get a six in each of these categories. The IELTS official will only give you a round number score, not 6.5, 7.5. Those only come with the average later. So, so far we have two eights. 
in pronunciation and vocabulary, and two sixes in fluency and coherence and grammatical range and accuracy. Guess what? You've got an average band score of seven. Sure, you get a 7.0 in each of these categories, but what if you can't? You can get the highest score possible in your two strong areas, and those scores help compensate for lower scores in the softer areas. That's how you can use math to help you achieve your target IELTS speaking score. Thank you for being with me today to be better prepared for a higher IELTS speaking score. Please visit bit.ly slash ELTPR031 to get the transcript for this podcast and all the links mentioned, plus the presentation. Please tell your friends about this podcast so they can boost their exam scores as well. I'm Professor Wynn. Good luck on the IELTS exam.